0: Hi beloved, I want us to start off by reading a very familiar scripture in the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 5 verse 14, I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version and it says, you are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. You are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. This is a powerful message to you and I. And this was said by Jesus himself while he was on earth. This is one of the most famous teachings. And I believe that you probably have heard that statement. You probably have confessed it to yourself at some point in life. Well, I believe that I am light. And I believe that you are light. But recently I started to rethink it. And not like i rethink it whether I'm light, but I started to rethink the numeracy of that statement. How many people was he referring to? Was he just referring to the individual believer being light and being a city, each one of us? Or was he referring to the body of believers being the light and being the city? Well, I think that it is both. So yes, as individuals, we shine as light. As individuals in our individual spaces and systems or places of influence, we shine as light. But then more importantly, as a group, as a body, which we are in Christ, we are also supposed to shine even brighter and become that city that is set on a hill that cannot be ignored we become a city that creates a new system that defies the world's order we create something that the world has never seen before we create something that the world cannot ignore together now i believe that this is important because recently i I was it just occurred to me how individualized we've made our faith become and i don't think this is how it was supposed to be there are evidences across the scriptures in the old and new testament that shows that our faith in god is stronger when we are together as believers when we walk together grow together pray together learn together but i think that the world is trying to infuse that idea of individualism into us and we are almost accepting it. Because you go to church and it's no longer like fellowship. It's just like each person came for his own reasons. The prayers are so individualized that it's like we are not even praying together. We sometimes sing songs that And pray prayers that just prioritize individualism. Imagine praying prayers that say you should be greater than your neighbor. Why should you think to be greater than your neighbor? Can we all be great? Great by the standards of the kingdom of God for each one of our lives. But then together as a church serving the true purpose for which we've been created. Together that word is is missing many times in the conduct of the church together we no longer share as we ought to the only time we probably share anything together is during holy communion and even then each person is just thinking about about himself or herself the togetherness of humanity has been so powerful It's evident across the scriptures, if you look at the commonest one during the building of the Tower of of Babel, even God had to recognize the fact that the strength of their unity was going to help them achieve this, if nothing was done about it. But then, I think that we have ignored that power in unity, and we have sought to just build up our faith individually. Now, there's that common saying that our faith is personal. Well, yeah, it it could be. And maybe, yes, that is true. But then I believe that we will grow faster and stronger together. And there are evidences both in the New and the Old Testament, which I'm going to share with you the next few minutes remaining. The first evidence is David. David was king. David was leader. But David was not alone. David did not make all the decisions alone. David did not even inquire of God alone. He had men, faithful men, both warriors and those who would inquire of God with him. He was never alone up to his old age. He always had faithful men with him that helped him achieve the success that he did. That is why he could go to war and not lose that is why he could even stay at home during the time of war and still be assured of victory another example is that in the new testament of jesus himself jesus did not just pick one person to follow him as a disciple jesus chose 12 of them and these were the closest and he had much more disciples beyond the twelve. Even in probably the hardest time of Jesus's life, when he had to go to the garden, to get some money to pray, that the cup should pass over him, he didn't go alone; he went with three of his disciples. This, to me, exemplified the power in the togetherness in the body, and I believe that this is these are examples we should think about and begin to see how powerful we become when we have a body or a company of believers that we are conscious about growing together and we're active about it now a a final example is the apostles and the believers even after jesus left the earth firstly jesus told them to come together in one place and ask for the holy spirit pray and believed together and they they were in one place 120 of them praying believing for the holy spirit and they received the holy spirit together why didn't jesus say okay each of you go to your houses and pray no they had to be together again in acts chapter 4 when john and and peter went to the temple to pray and they healed a man at the beautiful gate a crippled man and the religious leaders decided to punish them and then told them not to talk about jesus anymore what did they do afterwards the bible says in verse 23 that they went back and went to their own company and they reported everything that they had been told and then what happened next they prayed they lifted up their voice together with one accord and in verse 33 the bible says and great and with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the lord jesus and great grace was upon them i would like you to go read acts 4 from that verse 23 down to the end it shows the power in unity shows how much more the church will make a difference in the world and be the light it ought to be be that city set on a hill that is upending the systems of the world be the change maker it ought to be if we learn the power of unity and we build it now this can be practiced on an individual level and what do I mean? Do you have a company that you can go to when things are not going smooth? Do you have a company that you can pray with and talk to God together when things are not going as they ought to be? Do you have people that you can that you are conscious about growing in the faith together and you, you exchange knowledge, you exchange deep revelations of God. You you come together for time of worship, prayers, consistently do you have a company? I think every believer should have such company. It will not only enhance our experience of God, but it will bring us to levels that we could never have achieved individually. So please today, look into your life, and begin to change and move away from that idea of individualism to the idea of togetherness, which is what the body of Christ should represent. Thank you for listening, and please share this with your company. God bless you.